already had it covered. He didn't want you to get all flustered. He just wanted you to walk through that thing with him. Amen. You know how you feel when you're walking with somebody you really trust and and you know that they're your confidant and and, and you got good confidence in them. And and here's the thing. God wants us to do that every day. But boy, we always tell him, no, not today. I can't walk with you today. Wait to Sunday because that's the day I got set out for you. But your trouble come on Monday through Saturday. That's when your trouble is. You can't, you can't put God on the shelf and wait for Sunday. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Because that's when you're amidst of your family. You should be amidst all your family. Amen. And you should be looking to have off some time worshiping and praising God. I want to spend a little time today just sharing with you uh, how to handle those troubles. Amen. Amen. Um, there's just no easy way to say uh, what we have to face uh, as Christians. And, and always remember that that's not the name that I refer to you in most of the time when I'm praying for you because, you know what, I refer to you as believers. And I hope you do believe what you profess. You profess Jesus Christ, which lends itself to, in the early church, to be called Christians, but they were believers before they were Christians. Unfortunately, we become Christians before we are believers. So I want to get you back, number one, to, to being a believer. Amen. And then you'll be able to better receive this message today. Amen. I want to turn your attention again to this uh, second chapter in 2 Timothy. And I don't know if you remember last week, and I'd like to just talk a little bit because I've been going for a while and I missed you all. Amen. Amen. I don't know if you remember that two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we preached to you about, you know, this very same thing. We, we talked about being, you know, good soldiers. Amen. We, we preached from 2 Corinthians. Amen. Around the ninth chapter there, dealing with the same text. Because God was preparing you for what was to come. Yeah. And we got a lot of stuff in walking by faith that we're facing, and we got to know that God doesn't want us to be ignorant about it. Amen. Amen. So today he brings us back, but he focuses on one particular thing today. He focuses on this second chapter, and he talks to us in his third verse. It says here in the third verse of the second chapter of 2 Timothy, it says, Thou therefore, amen, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I want to speak today on the thought of a faith fighter's hope. A faith fighter's hope. Now you, that's a tongue twister a little bit there, those first two words, and we normally don't put them together like that, but, but, but Paul says also in another text in 1 Timothy that you ought to be a good fighter of faith. He says it in this format. He says, I fought a good fight. I kept the faith. Hence, I'm going to talk about a faith fighter's hope. Now, see if you can put those things together. Father, I thank you so much for all the eyes and the ears that are here today. I thank you for the listening spirit today. I thank you, Lord, because you brought them here because they are dealing with the very same thing that Brother Timothy was dealing with as Paul is now in your scripture advising him. But not only Timothy is he advising, he's also advising us. 
So Lord, now take us to that place where we'll become fertile ground. Take us to that place, Lord, where your word can fall upon us and find a good spot. Father God, not to rush off, burn up in the heat of life, not to be choked out by thorns and not to fall on a rock. But Father God, let it fall in that soft, tender spot in your heart. Then, Lord, let it not die and not produce. But let your word fall in our heart and in not many days henceforth spring forth with fresh fruit. Overflowing fruit. That's going to help us become greater and better fighters of faith. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name. First of all, we, we, we have to look at the context of the scripture, and I'd like to walk around for those of y'all that are with us today for the first time. I welcome you in the spirit of Christ, and for all of you all walking by faith, you know me very well. I'm a, somewhat of a charismatic, can't even talk today, but uh, I'll move a lot, and I'll get excited, so please don't get up and leave on me. I'm still okay. Uh, but understand that everybody's sitting out here today. Is either a potential Timothy, a young Timothy, a young adult Timothy, I should call you, or a grown Timothy. You're going to have to figure out where you are as Paul teaches us through these scriptures. He says to us, first and foremost, though, he says, listen. I'm going to greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because I don't do anything without putting Him first. That's why it was so sweet to walk into the sanctuary this morning and, and walk in in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. What, a, what, a, what a wonderful name Jesus really is. Paul starts every letter to every church that God allowed him to, to, to plant with very similar greetings. Getting them to focus on whom they believe in. Amen. You got to know who you believe in. Amen. You got to know whom it is that you put your faith in. Yeah. Amen? Amen. And a large, you know, discrepancy of the church today, they've taken on the title of just being a, being a Christian. Right. Being Christ-like. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing with that. I just have a problem a little bit with it is we only seem to focus on Christ is struggling. Are y'all with me? We, we focus on Christ is struggling. Yes, we know that He came and He ministered. We don't focus on that piece a whole lot. Yes, we do know that He was persecuted and that He was crucified. Amen? We tend to focus on that a lot. We know that he was buried in a borrowed tomb. And, and, and you know, unfortunately, that's usually where we leave him. But we don't focus on his getting up power. Amen. Amen. Understand what I'm saying? 
where Paul is teaching Timothy today. Listen, son, endure hardness. Because our Savior endured the hardness that was appointed to him. Luke says to us, this Jesus took no thought of his reputation of being God himself. Amen? I'm saying this because a lot of us are still hooked up on ourselves. And one of the points I'm going to discuss in this sermon today is about how you stop depending on you. Amen. Amen. Because that makes enduring hardness very difficult. Because you are just a product of God's creation and you have to go back to where that product came from. Amen. And if you put your hope in something that's going back to the dust, you're not going to have happiness. So I want to dispel you as the chief doer in this situation. I want Christ to be the doer. Amen. 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 It's going to take a little bit to kind of wake you up a little bit. Secondly, Paul is telling Timothy, as you endure this hardness, hold on to the fact that there is a brighter side. Yes, sir. Amen. It's alright to be in, 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 in constant tribulation for the word's sake. Amen? It's alright to have folk attack your body or have, 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 have your body under attack with sicknesses and all of these things. Amen? Because that's hardness. I'm going to talk about those a little bit. But, but I don't want you to focus on the hardness. I want to preach the power of Jesus Getting up. Yes. Yes. I've got to keep bringing you to your hardness and the fact that that's not where it is. Amen. Okay, let me quiet down a little bit. Now, most of us today are going through something deep and dark. Especially walking by faith. Especially those of y'all who are committed to your church families. <laughs> walking by faith, we've got some things facing us that, uh, that that's going to be traumatic for us. All right. Amen. 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 But it's, it's, it's an order... Moved by the Lord. It's not something that we're just haphazardly kind of doing ourselves. It, it just, it's just—it's a move by the Lord. And when God says move, sometimes you don't know—you know how you don't do everything. You don't know—you know how it's going to work out. You just—you just got to know, like Abraham. Okay, Lord, I'm going. I'm going. Going to do it. Now, now here, here's the point. Number one, this hardness. Enduring hardness as a good soldier. Paul is talking about where we are in our lives, in our marriages, amen, amen. in our finances, amen. in our relationships, in our jobs. In our schools, in our desires, in our ministries, he's talking about hardness in everything that we put our hands to. Everything we put our hands to. Everything we put our hands to. Nothing is exempt. 
Nothing is exempt. Your health. A major hardness. Some of the young people don't know it yet, but you've got those problems to come. What else can be hardness? Knowing the Word. Because this is the first step. Amen? You've you got to know the Word if you're going to be a believer. Not just a Christian, but a believer. Amen? You've got to know the Word. So, so one of the greatest feats before you even get to your marriage, your relationships, your job, your children, all of these other things is there's a hardness because of who you said you were. John says in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. Amen? The greatest problem that the church is having today is hardness as a good soldier because they don't know the Word. You've you got to understand that I'm not talking about people that walks up and down the street out here. Are y'all tracking with me? I'm not talking about folk who, who hang out in the alleys and do drugs and all of these things. That's not who this sermon is for today. I would be preaching a sermon of repentance. Amen? Amen. But I'm, I'm speaking to God's children, believers. You are here because you believe in Jesus Christ, His death, His burial, and His resurrection. You profess that, amen? amen? So the very first set of hardness that I want you to deal with has nothing to do with the ones I said earlier. Those come after this. But the very first hardness we have is our Word. The Word of God. Paul, Paul says to Timothy, and I'm jumping all the way to the end to get to the beginning, study. Verse number 15, study to show yourself approved because if you're going to deal with any hardness, you're going to have to know the weapon that you have to use. Marriage won't ever be successful without the Word. Relationships won't ever be successful without the Word. Jobs will never be successful like you want them to be without the Word. So the very first hardness that I want to tell you about that you're suffering with, that you don't want to look in the mirror and say, yeah, that's me, is you don't study. Come on. Come on. And you can't endure hardness as a good soldier because a good soldier has studied the strategy for the war that he has to participate in. A good soldier has his equipment because he understands Ephesians 6. And he knows he can't go on the battlefield unless he's properly equipped. A good soldier understands that I've got to be dressed for warfare. But because we don't know the word, we're, we're going into life situations butt naked. Yes, sir. Come on, man. When am I going to get to the power point? I'm coming. Come on. That's what happened to those disciples who wanted to follow Jesus and do things like Jesus' disciples were doing, but they ran into some demons, and the demons said, Paul I know, 
Peter I know. Of course, Jesus I know. But who are you? Yes, sir. And you're out there having a hard time trying to be a Christian because you don't have the word. And he's whooping you yes, straight up out of your clothes. Come on, man. Because you went out there with some doggone jeans and a t-shirt on. Come on, man. Hardness will always be tougher if you don't study to show yourself approved. Yeah. If you don't know what John 3.16 is, just from me saying that, yeah. buddy, you're going to get whipped. If you don't know what Romans 10 and 9 is, just from me saying the scripture, buddy, you're going to get whipped. Are y'all with me? Yes, sir. If you don't understand that in the beginning, you know, what was the word, if you don't know what that is, yeah. then buddy, you're going to get whipped. Yeah. Because all of these are the word. Yeah. I didn't even get into the visions. But let, let's keep going. The second thing that hardness affects the believer in, the, you gotta, I, I didn't go into the word a whole lot. You're going to have to study the word. The second thing is, is you know what? Brother Jimmy, I don't care how often you look at me with a smile. How many times you tell me you love me? Are y'all with me? Strictly talking about enduring hardness. This is what happens in relationships. But remember, all of that stuff is right over here. But there's three things that's before you get to all of that other stuff. The next one is, you know what? If I don't know the word, then I don't really know how to love. Amen. Amen. I have a problem, and I can't endure hardness because I don't know how to love. I think love is giving you something back in return of you giving me something. Come on, man. I'm going to treat you right because you treat me right and that equates to love. So now, yeah, I know how to love. You pray for me, I'll pray for you. You don't pray for me, I don't care that much. See, you can't even begin to love me if you don't love the one that you profess. Come on, So in order to endure hardness, you've got to commit to your first relationship. Understand now what all those others are back there? Yeah. See, because a lot of us don't love the Lord. We say we do. We sing the songs that we do. But we really don't. You may tell you how I know. See, because in the morning when you rise, He's not the one that's the apple of your eye. Come on. Come on. He's not the one that you call on first. He's not the one that every time you take a step, you're wondering where he is. He's not the one that, that when, when you get in trouble, that, that, that's who you just say, if you're with me, everything will be all right. And this is how I know you don't love it. Because he's not the first one you call I know you don't love him because when you get angry, because somebody did you wrong, you don't do what he tells you. He says, hey, listen, think it's not strange. 
Because, because evil men and women and boys and girls, watch this, because they don't know no better. Amen. Are going to persecute you. They're going to set a trap for you. And they're going to try to take you out. You think because hardness is in your face, it's because you're a Christian. No. No, hardness is in your face because you don't have the antidote to get rid of hardness because a good soldier continues his journey even in the thick yes, sir. enemies don't divert it. Trouble you're right. Don't move it. Understand what I'm saying. Until you learn how to love the Lord. Yes, sir. First, before you can love God, yeah. you have to understand the fact that if you ain't in this relationship for Him, He don't want to be in it at all with you. Yeah. Because He tells you straight up from the beginning, from Genesis to Revelations, that I am a jealous God. Yeah. You talking about having a jealous husband. Well, you better be glad He's jealous. Yeah. You better be glad your wife is jealous because if they love you, they don't want anybody else to have your time. Yeah. They want you. Now they might not say it like that, but the truth of the matter is, where you going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who you going with? Yeah. What time you gonna be back? Yeah. You got your cell phone? <laughs> because they, they, they want to make sure they know where you are. See, you got to understand that God, in His own spiritual kind of kind of way, says, "Hey, where you going?" Amen. Yeah. I thought you was with me. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Come on. I thought we had a thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Man. All right. Thought we were going. I thought we were going to meet yeah. this morning. Uh -huh. <laughs> God, God is constantly saying, "Hey, hey, can you give me a call? Yeah. Can you text me, beat me for me?" Yeah. But you got yours on vibrate. <laughs> he can't even get a message through. So God is saying, you're enduring hardness, but not as a good soldier because you don't love me. Because if you love me in the morning when I rise, I'll be singing praises to my master. In noonday when I rise.
that won't deny me. So you see, that's number two. Number three. Number three, and this is where I want to, I really want to stake it in. Come on. I can't endure hardness because I don't know him. Yeah. His word that is. And the reason I don't know him is because I didn't study. Yeah. And because I didn't study to show myself approved unto him whom come on, watch this. Whom wanted to prepare something for me. When I came to him, he looked at me and he said, depart from me. Because you ain't loving me. Yeah. The way I want to be loved. I want you to be hard cop. Yes. And you've been Luke. So I can't handle it. Come on. So I don't know his word, so I can't love it. And here's the number three. And I'm going to be done. See, in order to endure hardness, you notice I ain't even talk about and I said I ain't, I'm sorry. It's all right. I haven't even gotten on all of the stuff that you're really dealing with. Yeah. What somebody said about you. Your check getting cut. Another $50. You notice I didn't say anything about your co-worker who keep on aggravating you. I ain't say nothing about your spouse who keeping out like you don't know. Sneaking around doing stuff. Come on. Like nobody even aware. I haven't said anything about those things. So remember, that's not your hardness. That's right. Those, those are just those are just tricks of the devil. That's all. To get you off focus. Yeah. All right. You don't entangle yourself with that stuff. If you gonna love the Lord. That's right. Because he's the one who called you to be a soul. Y'all yeah. gotta stay with me. Please do this. But watch this. The third thing is and that's why I call this sermon There's hope for the faith fighter yeah. Or the faith fighter Has hope yeah. Now watch this Here's the truth of the matter God says if you knew my word And you really love me It's still impossible For you to be with me Without faith Amen. Yeah. And that's why I share with you I'm not talking to the folk in the street I'm talking to God's children Because Watch this now. Without works. Yeah. Come on now. So I got a whole bunch of shookers in church. Yeah. Come on. Who talking about I love the Lord? Come on. He heard my cry. He pitted my after wrong. Yeah. You know what? But then a little trouble come your way and you turn. Yeah. Faith is that part of us that after we become Committed to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, His Father, Jehovah El Shaddai. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Faith says this is the love letter that I look for every day. Yeah. The way the love letter gets to me is through prayer, but it's written in faith. Watch this now. So, so let's go to the scripture because I've been out there just trying to set this thing up for you all this time. Paul said.
says to Timothy in this third verse, he says, There thou for endure hardness, amen, as a good soldier in Jesus Christ. No man, no man, no man, no man entangles himself, watch this, of that war entangles himself with the affairs of this life. God is not interested in you picking a fight with Alvin today. God is not interested in you talking about what walking by faith is not doing. God is not interested in trying to see how we stack up to another church. God is not interested in whether or not we have a building that has our name on it here. God is not interested in all of that stuff. God is just interested in your faith. Are you a good faith fighter? And here's what a good faith fighter does. This is what really happens in a marriage when there needs to be some peace on the river. A good faith fighter says to his spouse, hey, are you doing okay? Listen, I know everything don't look right, but I just want to let you know that I'm still here. I understand that I'm not perfect, but, but whatever you need, if you just simply say the word, it's done. A good faith fighter says, no, 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 I understand. I can't do what you did because I understand whom it is that I believe and who it is that's got my back. A good faith fighter says, no, we ain't going to go there today. Come on, baby. Let's pray. Come on, baby. Let's not let the world in our relationship, but let's sit down hold hands and have a talk with Jesus. A good faith fighter says, our relationship is more important yeah. than what's being trust to tear it apart. Yeah. A good faith fighter says to his children, yeah. listen, come hell or high water, I'm not going to let the devil have you. Yeah. Yeah. A good faith fighter says, I know what your friends are doing. I know what they want you to do, but not on my watch.
that I love. Yeah. And only him will I serve. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, a good faith yes. fighter mm -hmm. has a way about it. Yeah. A good faith yes. fighter has a way about her. Uh -huh. yeah. Something about Galatians 5 yeah. just comes to mind. If you just turn there yeah. a little bit with me, and we'll talk about what a good faith fighter really looks like. Yeah. Are y'all with me? Yeah. Just turn to Galatians 5. Did you get there before me? Say, hey, I got it. Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm almost done, y'all. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm about out of breath. Come on. I'm about out of breath now. Because I'm excited. Yeah. You know how it is when I get excited. Watch this, a good faith fight. Chapter 5. Y'all yeah. know you can run on over there. Come on. To verse number 22. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And a good faith fighter is a fighter that comes in the form of a spirit. Yes, sir. Yeah. Listen, you might look at me. And my hair Come might on. be all sticking up on my head. Yeah. But don't watch my hair. Yeah. Don't watch what I have on my neck. I want you to watch uh, what the spirit uh, of the living God had uh, done on the inside of me. Uh, the first thing he did uh, was teach me how to love uh, my Lord and my Savior. Uh, he told me uh, that I can love him uh, with all of my heart uh, and all of my soul uh, and every bit of my existence. Uh, then he'll love me right back. Uh, he won't hold any good
say it with me. Yeah. 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 You don't like yeah. it. Come on. Come on. But sometimes yeah. the nigger ain't going nowhere. Sometimes that old husband, he'll keep on doing stupid stuff. All right. Sometimes you ask your child, are you really my child? Because yeah. I didn't act like that. Yeah. But God says, no, I need you to be still. Because yeah. I'm doing something. I'm working something out. So he says, I want you to have a little long suffering. Suffer with him. And if you have a problem with that, don't forget I suffered for you. Yes, sir. Oh, I suffered for you. Up there on Calvary's cross. I suffered for you. Let alone the meetings in the courtyard. I suffered for you. When they put the thorny crown on my head, I I do right now. 